my wonderful peeps. Welcome to the Nerdy Neighbors of PA Podcast. This episode, we talk about DC fandom. Plus, what is the American way with the announcement of the new Superman's way? And a review of Batman Long Halloween animation film. So sit back, relax, and listen to this great episode of the Nerdy Neighbors of PA. And we are live on the Facebooks. Hello, my friend. Yo, how's it going, Rob? Good. So, uh, everyone, <laughs> are no viewers yet. <laughs> Nerdy num- neighbors of Pennsylvania. This is no, the podcast afterwards, just trying to get our intros tight. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm Rob. I'm one nerdy neighbor from Pennsylvania, former comic book reviewer on Native Cool News, and just all-around geek. And with me is... Uh, Chris, another nerdy geek kind of guy who worked for MR and claimed fame. Nothing, just a geek kind of guy. <laughs> you got an MR is, it sounds like Mas- a disease. Uh, it is a little bit of a disease now. Check it. Master Replicas. Worked for Master Replicas for a little while and just, uh, yeah, just a kind of geek all the way around. Want to talk about Master- these stuff and comic books. Master Replica does what? Uh, built replicas. Uh, did um, like movie replicas, like uh, the light early on. Their first company was lightsabers. Um, second oh. time around was uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey of the HAL nine thousand, and um, yeah, did that for a little a bit. Master and... replica, a master replica of the HAL nine thousand. That was a yeah. red Christmas light, wasn't it? That that was a uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. it just killed. It just killed people, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it was a smart Christmas light, but right, right, I mean, right. Uh, what are you doing, Dave? Yeah, yeah. See? Stanley yeah. Kubrick film. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Did you watch that film? I, I watched two thousand one, and I read all of the books. So there were gotcha. four books. There was two thousand one, two thousand ten, two thousand sixty one. And 3,001. Gotcha. That I did yeah. not know. I'm getting educated yeah. tonight. Did uh, you ever see the 2010? Because they only did two movies. They did, they only did uh, two movies. Yeah. Right. They did 2001 and 2010. Um, <laughs> a little interesting fact. I did not. I cannot finish 2001. I can't do it. I can't do the it. Movie? I, you can give me a Red Bull, a Jocko Go uh uh, energy drink and coffee mm-hmm. and i still go to sleep 2001 still. is definitely slow paced um yeah i appreciate it for marcella moments and i appreciate it even more after reading the book series yeah so after reading all four of the books i'm like okay this is where this was going i mean you know it was the 60s man they were just experimenting with shit just cooper yeah. throwing some weird shit against the wall yeah, I mean, for an art form the way it is, it's it's actually really, really good. I mean, you got to take it for what it is. It's an art form kind of movie. It's um, it's art. I call it art. It's all practical effects, which was amazing yep. for 1969 when the movie was made. I mean, yep. to do all the space stuff that Kubrick did was kind of mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yep. And I think what a lot of people don't get out of that is the, the whole concept of the monolith. And I didn't get it out of my first watching of 2001 either, or even 2010. But the monolith has always been there to help humanity through its next big evolution. 
Yeah. And so in 2001, it's kind of like it's coming back to us. It's waking us up to that there's other life forms in the universe after it teaches the monkeys to walk and shit, right? right. Uh, and then 2010, it makes one of the moons of Jupiter like a new baby sun or Jupiter itself a baby sun. I forgot which. So that's humanity's sort of second evolution. And then as you find out in 2061 and 3001, why did it make why did it make Jupiter a sun? Because it wanted to melt the ice moon that had life living underneath it. So giving right. us a second sentient species in the galaxy. Right. Yeah. Interesting wow. fact. We did we <laughs> that, did that diatribe uh, lost four viewers for us. We had six. Five. We, we had six. six. And then we talk about monolith and just <laughs> Like Thanos, like the Thanos Gauntlet. <laughs> okay. So no, not a lot of Arthur uh, no. C. Clarke fans out there. Cool. Yeah. No, well, hey, yeah. They're lame. We're cool. It's okay. Yeah. Geeky. Sweet hey, we're going to have, if he comes on tonight, we're going to have a special guest. Our hopefully he comes on tonight, Sean Binfield, okay. who uh, wanted to get on with us live the last, last time. Um, okay. For now, he's going to try to get on and comment and question and be interactive. So hopefully he'll be on soon and later. So right. He's going to have to introduce himself so people yeah. know who he is. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Is that, a um, thunder, is that a Thundercats hat this evening? It is not. It is a Witcher hat oh, that okay. I recently got. So, uh, Nef right. Well, not the Netflix Witcher, but the game The Witcher. And um, right. But this is the hat from the Netflix, but, you know. Okay. Um, so, yeah um interesting interesting two weeks yeah i've been out for a whole week so let's just don't talk about that but i um this week this last week and last week whatever this week is has been very interesting um let's start with dune coming out are we yeah. excited rob are we excited i could not give a rat's ass <laughs> i tried i tried <laughs> I tried so hard. Okay, this is the fourth time I've given Doom a chance. Okay, I, I tried to read the book listen, and I what? Listen, every time, every time, like when we talked about uh, what is it? Die? No, uh, no time to die. You're like no time to give a crap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of the world agreed with me on that. I don't think yeah. that was well received. No, here's I don't, my yeah. here's my Dune. I've tried Dune the book. Okay, I tried mm -hmm. Dune the movie by David mm -hmm. Lynch when it came out in '84. I tried Dune the sci-fi series when it came mm -hmm. out in 2000, miniseries, and I tried Dune on HBO this weekend, mm -hmm. and I and? hate it. You I, hate I, it? No, I why? I just, why I do just, we? Okay. We hate it because if I'm going to talk about grand sweeping space operas, I need a level of context and I need more than just a thin allegory for what's going on in the Middle East. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. What's spice? What is spice? Spice is oil. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This sounds a little, little, little political there. Nice. We're already well, getting I mean, political tonight, so <laughs> it was. I mean, it was written in six. It was written in '65, so I mean, mm -hmm. that's just right when our foreign oil dependence starts to like skyrocket before you get like the gas crisis almost a decade later. Right. Um, yeah, I just I the the house of Araxis, the house of the Blacksis, the house of I don't give a shit about any of them. 
it's just not my bag. So you didn't. So let's back it up. So you didn't like. Sure. So do we not like the book when it came out? We did not like they... the book. The book. Well, I didn't okay. read the book when it came out. I'm not freaking old. Okay. I saw. Well, the now, movie. now, mainly. Yeah. I saw the movie first. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw Dune the movie first, the David Lynch one in '84, yes. and it was wretched. It was so bad, so so bad, and uh, that was the one with Sting all in his uh, leather. I will say that his the house that Sting ran. Yeah. is much cooler in this new version of Dune. Like, they, they did. It's not as cheesy, right? I mean, it's the special effects are pretty solid in this. Um, but I, just the story does absolutely nothing for me. I know nothing about these houses. I don't... And I should probably maybe give the book another try because I tried reading the book a couple years after I saw the first movie. And I saw them, like, 12 or 13 at the time. It might have just been too heady for a 12 or 13-year-old's brain. But um, right. Right. yeah, I'm just not a fan. Did you watch it? I've not watched it yet. We're going to make it a uh, date night, um, but we'll probably not make it a date night after this review. <laughs> don't, so, don't, yeah. You can't be so yeah. well me, baby. Yeah. So. And I, I, I see a 50-50 on my Facebook feed, right? I mean, it's just yeah, like I've, it's, the people yeah. love it, people that hate it. There's just, right. there's no, I, I, there's not, there's not a lot of tepid responses. Right. And like, yeah, right. So my in-laws who actually, you know, my father-in-law who read the book, big fan, uh, like my mother-in-law who liked the original, they watched this one, they fell asleep. Um, you know, went to GameStop, talked to a couple guys there um, who are a bunch of good guys there over at Roy's for GameStop and they loved it. So it's, it's like Facebook on your face, 50-50. It's yeah. you give or take, and 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 I, from what I understand, is is that it's only part one. It is. So they didn't yeah. do the whole book. Like it was it was six hundred fifty pages, and they only did two hundred fifty right. pages of the book, or something like that. That's more from what I heard. Yep. So, so I was glad rather than doing like a Justice League four hour, you know, <laughs> four hour, Justice League good, four hour movie. We, are we going to talk about his name? I'm going to time it now. I'm going to time it now. <laughs> we don't do invoke his name because he really has nothing to do with this. Oh, I'm just it. saying they've it. been making four-hour movies. Finally yeah. chapterized them. <laughs> well, that was close. I, this didn't yeah, yet. Dune did absolutely nothing for me. And I don't think there's anything to spoil. The story's been around for so long. Right, right, right. Um, segue to the next one. Um, yeah. Which will lead to other topics, but uh, DC okay. fandom. Um, that was yeah. big this week. A lot of last stuff week. happened last week. Last week, this week, yeah. Yeah, we're week. not doing any. We're not doing any hot takes this week. We're doing tepid takes. Yep. Yep. Because um, there's probably nothing hot about it anymore. No, it's not. I mean, I'm like so far in this game um, because the what was that came out was the Batman trailer. Um, well, I mean, I lots of stuff happened. Yeah, like. The whole like segue into a lot of the topics. So DC fandom came out, and maybe you can Rob, you can explain it a little bit. But for me, maybe I didn't know about this, and when it came out, I'm like, whoa, what is this? And so it's like all their you know projects or movies that's going to happen or will happen. Yeah. Um, the Batman trailer came out. The Flash trailer teaser teaser trailer it wasn't even a real trailer. I don't even know what to call it. Um, uh dc comics and where they're going barely like 
barely really? any barely DC, okay barely any so, dc comic info yeah my okay. uh, one friend who owns johnny destructo's hero complex down in um many young pa all right. um was very uh not happy with hbo for that really or not hbo uh dc for DC. not doing yeah they barely did any comic announcements yeah there was not gotcha. a lot it's well, become almost, I mean, it's an offshoot of the New York Comic Con, right? They started doing this a couple of years ago. It's all online. Um, you know, it's very nice that they do this for the fans. Well, very nice. It's advertising, but whatever. Right. Um, they could not do it. Um, but it's, uh, the comics are just like San Diego Comic Con. The comics have become completely and utterly secondary. Well, they, they've announced some things that are not around was DC Phantom, but we'll get to that a minute or okay. a topic. Um, the Batman trailer, what'd you think? Thoughts? Criticism? It's a combo between Burton and Nolan, it feels like. I don't know. I haven't seen enough yet. It's Yeah, they, they showed a couple more shots in this. The Penguin looks creepy and stuff. I, do, I don't know enough about it yet. Yeah. Um, I watched it three times. I'm very excited. Okay. Um, I got the feel that it was a Burton, Nolan, maybe even Gotham, the WB, but darker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, not as not not like that. What's the word? Not as um, foolish, I guess, with the WB Gotham, but darker. Um, my problem with Gotham was always it was Batman without Batman, and that yes, just, I had yes. problems with that. I don't know. You know, I skipped to the last episode of that show because <laughs> I just oh. wanted Batman. <laughs> so you didn't really watch it. You just I sort watched, of. I watched the first season, the second season, and by the time the third season, I'm like, this is ridiculous, and so I just yeah. jumped to the last episode, and that was it. But the Batman trailer. All of his villains being 10 to 15 years older than him, I just have a problem with that. It's the same problem I had with the Joker movie, having him go and see Bruce Wayne. Like, they just should have not even done that in the Joker movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Am I having a um, stroke, or does your camera keep going in and out? I don't know. Uh, I don't think okay. I'm having a stroke. I think it's just readjusting, but I think it should be good now. Uh, okay. Um. I watched it three times. I love it. It's a good thing you're an EMT. (laughs) Uh, uh, What's today, Rob? (laughs) Who's the president? Um, (laughs) Why does everything smell like burnt toast? (laughs) And it's President Um, Truman. It's President Truman. We need to call 911. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I watched it three times. I'm... It's like you, I agree with you. There's nothing there yet. Um, it's just getting excited. I think everybody loved the scene where he comes falling down and with the cape and then everything's like exploding around him. Um, the Flash trailer. The There's Flash trailer. Again. I was, I was definitely more excited for the Flash trailer. I mean, okay. um, why? The story, I love multiverses. I just, I love multiverse stories. I just, you know, it's the DC version of what if um, mm-hmm. they used to call them Elseworlds in comic book form. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this isn't that specifically. This is based off of the Flashpoint paradox that rebooted the DC universe back in 2011. Mm-hmm. So when we see the cowl of Michael Keaton kind of sneak up, you know, at the end of that trailer, 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to wonder, is that um, Bruce Wayne from a different universe or is that Thomas Wayne? Because in one of the Mm -hmm. universes that Barry Allen goes to in the Flashpoint Paradox, and there's probably six or seven different universes that are traversed, Mm -hmm. in one of those universes, um, Bruce Wayne and Martha Wayne got killed the night they went to go see, I don't think it was. Yes. Um, and Thomas Wayne, the father takes on the mantle of the bat. So it's yes. around, it's, that's the perfect age for Keaton right now to be doing that role. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that is very mm-hmm. interesting. I could see them taking it that way. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. Just because mm-hmm. at the end of the trailer, when you see the bat, the bat uh, ears, and, yeah. a, and then the, there's a hole and there's a waterfall. Now, yeah. I could be wrong, and this is just a theory. That music in that waterfall cave, that's Nolan's. No. Could I be wrong? The first one, wrong for, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not. You're not wrong, Chris. You're just delusional. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, it's, um, I know why you think that, but that's definitely the Burton Cave had the same thing. Burton Cave was that kind of uh, dark. It's not lit up blue yet because there's no lights on, but no, right. that was definitely that was definitely Burton's cave. Yeah. Okay, just making sure because you know the waterfall and that and the music was, you know that that Hans Zimmer from. You know, that you yeah. had that. So I'm like, wait a minute, I'm confused. Because I was a little confused at the end. Like, was that, that had to be Keaton, but that was all like, I don't know, I was a little confused. So Well, and there were three flashes, I think. Which and there were three flashes there. As well. yeah. Right. Oh, that's the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what that, well, and then, so they're saying that was Super Superwoman? On the so he's standing. There's you know there's the flash, and then there was another flash, and then there was a woman. Right. Was that Superwoman or was that yeah, Flash? Supergirl. That's Supergirl. Supergirl. Okay. Supergirl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I did get excited about that. That was pretty. That was pretty. That was cool. That was pretty yeah. hot. That's pretty hot. Um, somebody asked Matt Rosnick. Rosnick. I could be. I'm sorry. I'm bad at names. What about Batman Beyond? Could that be handed? Batman Beyond, could that be hinted? Um, maybe, but they didn't show any of that. And oh, Matt Rosak's from my buddies from college. Um, nice. They did not show any of that if in this trailer. So if that is coming down the pike, I, I it might be. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I wouldn't like count on it from what I saw. And the thing with multiverses is that they try not to mess with time. Right. It's kind of like Doctor Who will only through tr- travel through time and space, but will not fly through multiple dimensions. He only did that once in the entire run of Doctor Who. Right. You've got to put some rules and some guardrails in place to otherwise it's just pure nonsense. Right. It just becomes complete. It's all bullshit, but it becomes complete and utter bullshit <laughs> if you don't have some kind of guide rails on. So traditionally, when they go between multiverses, they do not as well go through time. So I would say Batman Beyond, probably not. Jack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Not just because I think you're right all the time, but I agree with that. <laughs> it's adorable. Thank you. That's why I do this. Hold on. Hold on. Every um, time you say adorable. Uh, you're cute. Uh, boy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's it's uh, nice you want to watch Dune. 
Um, <laughs> he said Keaton would be perfectly aged for that. I can see well, Matt. Yeah, I can see that. We too said that well. too. Yeah, we yeah. just said that. Yeah. He's Tom. I mean, if it's Thomas Wayne. Yeah. If it's Thomas Wayne, it's right on the money. Yeah. So moving on from DC Phantom, we'll get back to Wait, DC. But... There's more. Oh, whoa. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. There's more. There's more. There is more. Okay. What oh, I Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. That game was announced. Oh, yeah. That's right. I yeah. missed I missed, I missed that. I missed it. Hey, that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. All right. So then that's not why I'm here. That's, uh, I'm here to stay. Okay. Let's um, So, yeah. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League by the same people that did Batman Arkham Asylum. So that's got potential. Yeah. And that's a yeah. that's a role-playing game, correct? I believe so. Um, I don't think it's open world or, or MMO. I'm sure it's going to have a le- le- level of stealthiness to it if it's flaked by the Arkham people. Because um, those games were all about the stealth. And they were just, they were great stories. So I'm looking forward to that one. That could be pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a multiplayer game. Multiplayer game. Um, no. Yeah. yeah, I really, really like, I I guess that's why I just skip over. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. Mm-hmm. If it is anything, I was a big Arkham Knight. I wasn't like. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was like, a, I liked Arkham Asylum, but Arkham Knight was, if it's anything like, and Rocksteady Studios is doing it, so I'm assuming it'd be something like Arkham Knight. So it was more. Open. It had a more. It had a more open world. Feel open world. Yeah. 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 And I and I'm with you on that. I love open world. Yeah. I mean that didn't yeah, yeah, to sell me on that one. I love open world. Um. Uh, another big announcement from that was uh, a new uh, animated series on HBO Max called Max called Batman: The Cape Crusader by Bruce Tim, who did yes. the original animated series and Batman Beyond. And they say they want this to be more noir than even the animated series, which that's, I don't know how you get more noir than that, but it'll be interesting to see. They wanted what? I'm sorry, say that again. They want it to be more noir, uh, you know, the noir genre. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how Detectivity. you would. Detectivity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how, like, I guess. All right. That sounds good. I mean, and when is that release date? They tell you release. They give out the release remember. date. I think they did. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's more adult. It is adult. So they will. You're right. It'll be on. Yeah. Well, I mean, HBO Max is pretty much done all adult stuff. Like that Harley Quinn cartoon is dirty as fuck, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I haven't watched the that again. That's a list on that one. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really, it's hilarious. It's really dirty. It's really self-deprecating. I couldn't recommend it more. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> no, don't, Rob. Don't do that. Um. Okay, yeah, I did see the Cape Crusader being announced. Was there anything else? Because I felt like there the Peacemaker was little... series. Oh, the Peacemaker series, yes. Which shows that we uh, did not see did not die. Uh, everything uh, about the PC. Did not die in the Suicide Squad. Did not yeah. die in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another question uh, for Matt. I thought yeah, it was injustice. Uh, I thought it was injustice based played. I believe he's talking about the game. Okay, if it is injustice play based play, then screw that game. Just screw that game till it's um, 
it can't be screwed no more because <laughs> I absolutely despise Injustice. It's a button masher. Now, I loved Injustice, the comic book. That was phenomenal. Um, but Injustice, the game that the comic book was based off of, no thank you. You mean Mortal Kombat with just uh, DC heroes? Pretty much. Uh, they did come out with, uh, and I don't think this was part of DC. This is, I don't think it was DC Phantom. I think it was just coming out, the Injustice uh, uh, animated movie. Did you watch that yes. yet? I have not watched that yet because I had one of my friends. Uh, I made him give me a play-by-play as made him if he wanted to. Um, he's like, is it okay if I talk? To, nobody else can talk to him. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Um, so he was giving me his beat-by-beat reactions to it. And, yeah. you know, because he was like, you know, I was like, I don't think I'm going to buy it because I've read, you know, five volumes of the comic series. Mm-hmm. He's like, it could be different. I'm like, well, you let me know. He's like, I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm like, don't worry. You won't spoil anything because they're usually pretty damn faithful to the books. It's one of the great things we've talked about in past podcasts is that DC Animated is fairly faithful with source material. And pretty mm-hmm. much as he's texting me, sure shit, yes. It was like beat for beat. All the things mm-hmm. that made him go, oh Gerd, was mm-hmm. beat for beat what kind of went, oh Gerd, in the comic book. <laughs> so... I, yeah, I'll watch it when it's for free on HBO. <laughs> exactly. That'll be very soon, yeah. probably this next month. <laughs> wow, they're going to bleed. They bleed the Blu ray uh, longer than that. We'll probably see. We'll see within next year. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, was there anything else? Anything that I completely, utterly missed? Out of the two biggest things of the fandom <laughs> that I found that was like the best things. Uh, uh, the Gotham Knights, the Gotham Knights game, which I believe I'm very excited for, um, which I don't believe was a DC fandom announcement. Um, did you hear about this game? Yeah, it was. It was announced. It was? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's make it sure. Because I knew about Gotham Knights before dc fandom and i oh. knew that that was coming out and that was going to be open world that was going to be uh it was almost like arkham knight just like 2.0 and it was from what i heard of the story and just just reading online like batman's dead or something like that and the golf luck off the knife was batwoman robin well it's they're doing or, it based off of the uh, court of owls i think okay it's uh, it's that time period that's supposed to be early in Batman's career. When they rebooted the DC Universe in 2011, um, Scott Snyder introduced this whole uh, new I don't know, cabal, um, Illuminati, that runs Gotham City, and they are called the Court of Owls. Get it? Owls. Fuck up bats. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, open world action RPG, I'm pretty psyched for that as well. Yeah, yeah, it'll be right at my. I hope we can play it on a PlayStation Four and don't have to buy a five. But I'm sure those days are going to come to a close soon. Bro, yeah, it's I need a PS Five. I need a PS Five. They need to keep making the games to PS Four while there's still only PS Fours you can buy until this whole chip shortage gets fixed. I mean, just developing games for a PS Five is kind of silly because nobody can buy one. Now, now. Um, unless you're part of some subscription somewhere and let you know that it's going to be dropped. Even then. Um, no, I've got even a, then. Right. Right. I've got, I've got a friend who's basically got nothing to do with his time all day, except look at that and hit refresh on the browser. And even he can't get up on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like San Diego Comic Con tickets. No, I'm sure. There you go. Yeah. Um. So segue out of that. Is there anything okay. else? Is there anything else that I missed? There <laughs> I'm gonna any... let you get on to the next topic. And I'm <laughs> Is there anything else? Actually, no. It's it's right back. I really wanted to like. I don't want. I don't. I this whole podcast, this whole thing that we're doing, this beautiful yeah. geekness of thing. I don't want politicalness at all, and I don't want to talk okay. about politics at all. But I think I put. I don't think it's po- I don't think it's politics. I think it's just it could lead to politics. I think anything can be lead to politics. Um, but I did post this on Facebook. It was just a simple why. Um, Superman and the American way. I would oh, love to hear yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. Now I know where you're going. <laughs> um, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear what you think and yeah. criticism or even hey, this is a great idea. Um, I like to know. I like to know. I'll I'll do this without getting too political, <laughs> which I think is going to be impossible. It's it's impossible. Um, so so the the big hullabaloo is that uh, Superman changed his way from truth, justice, and the American way to truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Um, they orig- originally got rid of the American way thing actually back in two thousand eleven. When they did the reboot of the DC Universe, that was the first time. It wasn't a better tomorrow. I forgot what it was. Uh, It was truth, justice, and all that stuff. And they did that in the movie as well, right? So it was originally in the comic book. Then they did it in the movie. Or maybe they did in the movie first. It might have been the Brandon Ralph movie where they first removed it. And then um, in the comic book, they did that as well. Um, My thoughts on it are it's fine to do the update because Superman is no longer America's when Superman came out. I mean, Superman was war propaganda. Let's, you know, let's call a horse a horse here. It comes out in 1938, right? The whole, you know, world is on the verge and brink of blowing up. Um, Superman was really war propaganda for us, just as Captain America was for the time, right? I mean, they just spent all their time beating up Nazis for the first 10 years they were around. So that truth, justice, in the American way, that patriotism level, that's fine. And comic books were solely, really, an American medium at the time, right? You, uh, Even if you go so far as the 80s, and my dad would travel over to London, he would look for comic books for me. They were just doing reprints of the stuff that we had had six months ago. So comic books didn't really become this whole global phenomenon until fairly well into our lifetimes. Um, and with that, we lose ownership, I think, of those things. And I think Superman, if Superman was around and was, you know, a real construct and entity, I don't believe he would just be solely for America. I think he would stay out of our politics, but I don't think it would just be for America. And the American way has changed. And I think we need, we need to recognize that especially the generations after us, especially when we start talking about Generation Z, they are going to be a far more global community because of this thing called the internet. So when everybody's brought together like that, when everybody's seeing each other's daily lives in their feeds, you've just, you've just brought the whole world much closer together. I don't like a better tomorrow <clears throat> simply because I'm old. Um, I just go... I go, it's, um, what am I looking for here? 
I think it's indicative of that things are just shitty right now. So when you say uh, better tomorrow, it's you're always striving for perhaps the unattainable, which I don't love. Um, I would have liked a better world. But again, one of my friends kind of reminded me that we are, in fact, you know, getting up there in years. And as such, we're just we're going to have a completely different view on this and the target demographic for the comic book. And if pretty much all the kids right now feel that the world is kind of a shit show, not to say that every generation doesn't feel, well, I don't know. I never felt like the world was a shit show when I was a kid. But anyway, uh, you know, maybe things are just a little bit worse right now because we do have that constant view in everybody's lives in the 24-7 news cycle. So they're exposed to more atrocity. And maybe that is going to be their rallying eye that they want to always have a better tomorrow because they're looking around them and not liking what they're seeing. So that's my feeling on it. I don't love it, but I don't despise it. It's just probably not for me. Hmm. Yeah. I think before I move on, I I believe your dad, Mr. Petey, the find the American way everyone used to envy us. Right. So that's, I mean, that's the other thing is when you look at, and we envied ourselves, which I think is uh, an even more important point in that, you know, we saw ourselves as the pinnacle of what society can be. And I don't think we feel that way anymore. We, the collective, individuals. Right. I mean, everybody's going to be different, right? Let me give you my personal opinion. Please. And this is That's not here. this is not this is not knowledge of just like of of historical, but this is personal, right? This is what uh, Chris Lakes's world's view and what I've done and what I've seen and what I do for a living. Okay. Right. So you know, as a kid and how I was grown up is um is that you don't take for granted what we have here now. Right. Right. So, and I'm, and we talked about this on last podcast. Superman was a big part. And I know it's, it's like, it wasn't like, that's all I had. Right. I had Superman right. 1970, uh, 78, 78, yeah, 78 Richard Donner's Superman. Yeah. Truth, justice in the American way. Right. Um, I grew up here. I was born here. Um, I love this country. So when, you know, you grow up that way and, you know, an elephant in the room, what we have gone through in the last, in my generation, my generation war of 20 years, you know, bad guys came here, they did 9-11, that's what happened, right? So I grew up with that and I support all my all my peers and the ones who went over there and fought and all, and all that veterans and military today. And that's me, right? That's, that's what I believe. That's where I grew up to believe. That's what I love about this country and, and many people who fought and died, people can do whatever they want. That's their God given, right? That's their freedom of choice. That's, to me, and I could be wrong, again, this is just me, that's the American way, right? That's the choice. You were only 16 when 9-11 happened. Holy shit. Yes. And I knew you guys. You were a baby. Okay. And, I, I wow. knew, and I knew guys 
a year later or two because you know you only register 17 or 18 that went and fought right. yeah so you know <laughs> we were all we were all shit scared when the kuwait war happened because that happened when i was 16 <laughs> the first iraq and we're all sitting there going oh my god we're gonna get drafted and holy shit we're not equipped for this what are we gonna do and then it was right. over in two weeks and we're like right. oh okay that was gonna have to scare <laughs> really. Yeah, no, and <laughs> this was, and this was, oh no, this is gonna keep going. But mm -hmm. with that fact, and with all that, and growing up the way I did, and growing up and loving this country, no matter who you are, where mm -hmm. you come from, and what you, and even if you're coming here, because people come here, they're running sure. here. So to take Superman, and this is like all of us, all of us who grew up with Superman, Richard Donner, Superman. Right? Yeah. Or all of us who grew up in the comic books of Superman. Yeah. Truth, justice, and the American way. That's what we grew up with. That's what we were taught. Sure. It was not like the like not the generation of not like I I don't know what the generation would be, and maybe you can help me with Rob would be the fifties or sixties. That'd be the baby the, boomers. The baby boom that would be the baby boomers. So that was different. We're a different generation. We were grew up to appreciate what we have. Don't take advantage of what we have. People have less than what we have. And what are you I talking about that. the great? Are you talking about baby boomers? Uh, 50, I think you're, yeah, you're no, confusing like, the generations. But like, no, not the baby boomers. Like the like the fifties and sixties generation that grew up Went with war. that kind of right. Okay, so, that'd be the great. That'd be the yes, Dad. You no, you're a baby boomer. You're talking about the great <laughs> generation. The great generation went and fought World War Two. Yeah, and so that generation generation was different, and our generation was coming from in a way of from where we were kids. Um, for me, and I could be wrong, we got along. We were taught, like for me, we were taught to get along. We were taught that this this country is great, and besides the whole fact, the truth, justice, and the American way. So I, I think, think a lot of, a, right. I so think I think you've got a particular perspective that I, right. I and find. again, and again, that is a personal opinion. Right. That is not the world and everything else. So with that, and with some of us like that, like for me, I don't think I have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem the change. With it. The change. I don't think that's a problem. Make it a better tomorrow. Make it a better world. Sure. But I think a lot of us, who grew up with that yeah. it's why we don't like change right Rob? we don't like change you're you and are the old man on the grass shaking your fist get off my kentucky grass okay. green grass right so but you're but you're but you what you're doing is the right thing and that you're leaving your mind open to the possibilities if i say yeah. there's a reason we're in shit shows all over the place right now is because we're not listening and being open to other possibilities or being self-aware enough to know that we are just being a stodgy old bastard for the sake of being a stodgy old bastard right, right i mean right right there's uh, i you know again the world is coming together and we need to to those that can look forward will be you seem to be afraid to say we got it right and lost it <laughs> um okay yeah i mean we did get it right for a couple generations and we did screw it up dad i mean i think 
Generation X is the first generation not to do as well as our parents. I mean, we are the first in Alan Greenspan, that genius economic guy who predicted everything for the better part of the last half of the 20th century. Um, I remember my dad and I were out at the movies one day and we're flipping through the radio channels and it comes on and Alan Greenspan says, the next generation will not do as well as the baby boomers. And sure as shit, you know, yeah, no, I mean, we've all, and then millennials, it, they've had it even worse economically than <clears throat> the baby boomers had it. So well, we, we might have, well, we might have well, hit a pinnacle and we might right. be on a little bit of a downhill slope. Right. Uh, well, we also had, a, I mean, there's I so mean, many at, of you, too. We, we, just I mean, so many freaking they, millennials. Right, right. Uh, and what's the what's the eight what's the year for a millennial eighty three to well, eighty three like, right eighty three I believe it's like yeah it's, I don't know it's different wherever else you go but yeah like eighty two eighty three is when the millennials start yeah yeah so um you know I, for me like I said personal opinion I don't it's just it's something that you grew up with and you something that you you strive to be right mm-hmm. everybody wants to come here it gets political because we're having problems with people coming over here we don't have to talk well, i don't want to talk about that but i do know that you know taking the american way i mean it's just okay all right better world better tomorrow sure it's just i think <laughs> some of us no you don't like it <laughs> you're saying sure but you really don't like it i i mean i'm just trying to keep an open mind but I think some of us, some of us who, and guys who I talk to and just, you know, something you grew up with and, you know, you, you have, I don't know. I just, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm not I, like, for me, it's a why, right? The why, why did DC decide to do this? They've been, you... like, they, they've been dallying. It's been a dalliance that they've had for years. And I really do believe okay. it's it has to do with that broader um, <clears throat> distribution network of the comic books, right? So like I said, my dad's traveling over to Europe in the 80s and bringing me back books and stuff. And again, it's all the shit I had already read six months prior in a tome. So that's what, mm-hmm. we're going back 40 years ago, almost with the 80s, with the mid 80s. Yeah. Um, They were still England. Now, flash forward to when I travel over for London to when I travel over there for business in the, you know, in 2014, 2015. um, It's all the books that came out that week in the US. They're all right there on the shelves in the UK as well. So, I mean, just that distribution network of being able to disseminate the stuff globally much faster. That just makes it not our hero anymore. We don't have ownership of it anymore. And I think it's a smart business move to get the broadest and widest audience. I, yeah. I mean, why did they do it? Money. Yes. <laughs> sure. Cheddar, cheddar cheese, y'all. That's, but that's, that's, and that's and why that's, they're in business. And that's why, and that's why I said, that's why I said it a couple of guys. I'm like, you know, saying this, like, and the other decision that they did for <clears throat> Jonathan Kent, they did it in a way the feeling that that seems division that seems not division to see the vision of the future and to connect with people and at the end of the day without telling sure. people 
money. Absolutely. It's just, it's trying to hit a broader demographic. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, and that's, and that's the business. end of the day. That's business. That's, that's, yeah, absolutely. It is. That's it's business. very cold. It's very callous, but it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. 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 So, and by the other thing, I'll say it. You don't have to. They made um, Superman's son bisexual, so it was. Yeah, um, I... <laughs> that, that happened in the comics this week. Yeah, no, everybody I did. Did, I did. Everybody eats their own. Um, right. I I, I didn't. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. I personally think I, it's a better yeah. world when we can see everything in front of us. My parents had a thing where they never really sheltered me from anything, so right. I look at a lot of this stuff and I just kind of go. Okay, cool. You know, it's cool. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just don't like and I don't mean like I don't care. No, I just don't care. Like that's great. That's right. Cool. No, yeah. I just I it's cool. Okay. Yes. All right. Um and somebody came up to me is like, uh was Superman gay? What's up with that? I'm like, Well, first off, he's not gay. It's a son. Right. And he's bisexual. <laughs> so like I gotta Pretty classify much. that. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. And again, no. remember what I said in my personal opinion. Too many men and women have fought this country, died for this country for to do, do, do the freedom of choice. And, and to me, that's the American way. That's choice and freedom to do whatever and you want. And if you think about it, it's really smart from a Darwinistic perspective because you can just get your freak on with anything, right? I mean, you've got oh, yeah, they, that's, wide yeah, open that's, to you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a party all around, no matter where you look. No matter what right. bathroom you walk into, it's a party. So yeah. yeah, cool. Good for him. I, yeah, and I, I've heard some people who don't like the character. Like I don't know if you're reading new comic books. Oh, I have not no. read it. I I heard that people were not a big fan of the character itself. They were a fan of the fifty two character. I don't know. I, have I didn't to read it myself. well. It all got it all got very convoluted because there was the new fifty two Superman, which we all called emo Superman, when it came out in two thousand eleven. Um, don't read my dad's comments anymore. Um, so <laughs> when, when it came out in 2011, um, they did what was called the emo Superman. And they basically, they killed off that Superman when about three or four years in when everybody was like, this Superman sucks. This guy is just the worst. And they did this whole thing called Convergence where they <clears throat> played around with continuity. They kind of said continuity doesn't matter anymore. But they brought back the middle-aged Superman from another Earth. They brought him to this Earth. And with that, they brought Lois Lane and their child. So it was a perfect matchup to have this eight- or nine-year-old Jonathan Kent and this eight- or nine-year-old Damian Wayne go off on their adventures together. And that's right around when I stopped reading comics. Like, oh, you did? Okay. Religiously. was when they were boys, right? They were like eight or nine years old. I read that whole run of when they were like kids together doing stuff in their Superman books and their Batman books uh, and a couple team up adventures. But then I did not see when they got um, upgraded to teenagers. So that's only happened in the past year or two mm -hmm. um, where they got moved up to the teenager level. So, right. yeah. And don't worry, okay. dad. Superman <laughs> and Lois is fine. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Just you're cool. Superman and Lois will just be Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Yeah. You're fine. Um, okay. All right. That that makes more sense from where that is. Um, which is a good segue um, from I, – I don't want to take away from the fan. You had a, a – fan had a question about 
Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, uh, yeah. who would play? And I, I think he's talking about live version film, right? Who would he play? Is, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll let you take this one. Okay, so this is for Burnham. Burnham, who asked, um, would the cast with the cast members of Psych be a good Booster Gold and Blue Beetle? And there's a couple layers to this. Let me explain. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle were what were called the Wahaha Brigade back in the '80s. <clears throat> they were two heroes who were part of the Justice League International relaunch. Uh, Booster Gold from the 25th century, Ted Cord, the Blue Beetle from <clears throat> modern times, kind of like a Batman ripoff, but always knew he was very silly with being the Blue Beetle. Uh, they were great together. They were a couple of frat boys in a in a superhero world. Um, the book Justice League International came out right after Crisis on Infinite Earths, and everybody was pretty much bummed out by Crisis on Infinite Earths because that's where you killed off Supergirl, that's where you killed off Barry Allen as the Flash. Mm. Um, they collapsed a lot in the multiverse. And everybody just needed something a little bit lighter. Uh, so Justice League International gives you Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, always kind of going up against Batman's grumpiness and surliness, as well as a Martian Manhunter. Um, and uh, they expanded into Justice League Europe after that and brought in even more characters. And it was just a great, silly, uh, fun time for comic books. Lots of sarcasm, lots of... Uh, self-deprecation towards the medium itself, which was just phenomenal. You start to flash forward though, um, and I, I think the characters have gotten a little bit dated, and that's why another DC fandom thing that we didn't cover, um, <laughs> where they talked about um, the new Blue Beetle. Uh, and in 2011, uh, before 2011, they, I mean, they shot Blue Beetle in the head. Maxwell Lord, killed Blue Beetle, which is ironic because Max Maxwell Lord was Blue Beetle's boss in the comics I was just talking about in the 80s in Justice League International. Flash forward 20 years and they actually have Maxwell Lord kind of flipped to become really truly evil and he runs this organization called Checkmate uh, and ends up shooting Blue Beetle in the head and that's you lose the Blue Beetle of our youth. And they introduced a new Blue Beetle in 2011-ish. Um, totally different, nothing with Booster Gold. So the original question was, would the cast of Psych make a good live-action Blue Beetle? I'll say two things. Dulé Hill is too damn old now. Um, he's on the new Wonder Years as a dad. So, no, I don't think he could do it. You'd have to get, like, a couple 20 or 30-year-olds. But I would argue that Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are past their time. I think they were great for the moments that we had them in comic books. I will always remember them personally. I just don't think they fit anymore. Yeah, That's I'm actually, I'm actually going through um, right now um, Booster Gold, uh, reading the first couple of issues, and um, I was like, "Wow, this is really—it's a little dated." Which, but it which Booster Gold? Um, uh, reading the first, I'm actually reading the first issue of Booster Gold, um, where he uh, he's talking oh, to his first agent. Issue from, first issue from the '80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, uh, reading through that, and um, not saying it was dated, not dated, but it's just like yeah. it comes from another time. I guess what I mean, Absolutely. another time. Um, and they're like, "Well, there's Superman and there's Booster Gold," and I'm like, "Okay." And I liked it. I like the story. I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Like it's different. Um, he was. I think he was. I think he first appeared in Superman. I want to say. I can't remember. Thought he first appeared in Superman. I might be wrong though. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I looking at Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. I 
I have to do a little bit more research and just read a little bit more as far as their characters and stuff. But for today, I don't know who would play them two. No. Um, I honestly don't know. Um, no, I don't. I don't think there's an answer to the question. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, cool. Is there anything else from DC fan? <laughs> No, we cleaned it up a little bit. Oh, so the point about DC fandom was that they're doing a Blue Beetle movie. So yeah, I did see that. I did see that they they did a lot of stuff. But again, I think you're um, you're right, and your friend's right that they they did nothing for comics. There's nothing no for comics, and there really wasn't. There were zero comic announcements coming out of fandom, which is amazing because i mean that's where all of tomorrow's movie ideas start so right right yeah um so before going to our last topic um i wanted to get your and see what your thoughts and excitement i think the way we are going with new movies (laughs) uh the eternals were premiered last week as well yeah are you excited for that yeah it looks cool and they just I announced also that AJ will no, I'm sorry, Adam Polder will be playing Adam Warlock. So they did that same almost the same time um as the premiere. So that's good because we've had Adam Warlock teased for us for the past five or six seven years. Seven years, seven years, five years, years, seven yeah. years. Was yeah. that when the first well wait, was the second guardians? Was the second, second guardians. Guardian. Second guardians. Yeah. Um yeah. Which, you know, Adam Warlock was so part of the um, original uh, Infinity War. It's, it, it was interesting when they kind of teed him up and then they didn't use him, didn't use him. Uh, for any of the Infinity War stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him now. Yeah, switch it up. See what I did there? I switched it up from DC to Marvel. Kind of put, wow, a little smile, put a little smile on my face a little bit. Wait up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, your man breasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me show you. Oh, it's uh, nerds gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. It's it's a kind of it's exciting for this last topic. Uh, because it's like one of our new things that we're gonna do as far as reviews for movies and shows. Okay. Um. What would you say? Okay. Brief, brief, because I know this is going to be a long one. We're not going to do it tonight, all of it, but Doom Patrol. Okay. What do we you think? want me to say? I could say a Wait, lot about it. Just say it. it. Just say it. Let's say all of it. Because I'm well, I've been, I've been watching. Yeah. I've been watching it since the beginning. So, I mean, it's been on okay. the air for four or five years now. It's season okay. four right now. Okay. Um, it was originally part of whatever the hell that thing was before HBO Max, the DC Unlimited or DC All Access, whatever the app okay. was prior to at all getting <clears throat> converged on HBO Max. And Doom Patrol is one of the reasons that I bu- that I got into it. Um, gotcha. Why I bought that DC package was I love the original, um, I just love the original Doom Patrol comic books. Um, now I say original, they kind of came around in the 60s, but then they had a resurgence um, within Vertigo comics in the early 90s. And that's the Doom Patrol that I really remember and love. Um, they're just, you know, they're just these weird cookies. There's, you know, Robot Man, Elastigirl, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> who we haven't really seen in the comics. Oh, no, we did. We seen the show. Flex Menelo. Um, 
he appeared briefly in season one, um, but he was more part of the actual comic book comic books. Uh, Cyborg, right? This is where Cyborg came from, Cyborg. right? Before he yep. becomes a Titan. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I loved that time, uh, that history and period when um, you get uh, Doom Patrol and Vertigo in like the early 90s. And that was just a phenomenal time where um, it was just these weird and kooky stories that were happening just on the cusp of the DC universe, right? So you had Doom Patrol, you had Sandman. Um, you had Swamp Thing, right? You just had these books that were just sort of just touching the DC universe. And it was um, it was glorious. And I love the show itself, too. Um, you know, it's is it silly at times. Absolutely. It's silly. But oh, it's I also love it's, it's, it's it. a mind. Love it's it. a mind F, too. It's a little yeah. bit of a mind F. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. I love so the, the one. I, the one I grew up on was the Grant Morrison version of it. Right. Um, that was that was the one that I loved was the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. Because again, Grant Morrison is just one of those guys who's just, you know, Danny the street. There's a character that's an entire street and everybody lives on the street. The character is part of those people as well. It's just those high level concepts like that that really kind of change the genre around, I think, for the better. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Not to go in depth because I, I believe I, I do want to talk about uh, Long Halloween. That was something that was way overdue um yeah. uh doom Patrol, i just love it um just because of the fact that it's awesome I'm still in season one i love it so much yeah. that i've actually have now are now rewatching it to my wife so i started watching yeah. it i'm on episode four and and i'm like you gotta watch the show you gotta watch this and we watch episode one together and she's like oh i love this show and wh- where has this been in my life <laughs> so uh i love it i love brandon fraser in it i love the actresses and actors in it um uh i love how the first well the first three or four episodes we've only seen um oh man what's his name timothy dalton's in it so oh yeah he plays uh, um and that was a direct parody of, that was a direct parody of professor x was it yeah okay yeah okay of course right or in a wheelchair right Right. of course of course um oh yes so i i love it i'm we're going to be talking about this um i still say watch titans i don't know if you have watched titans yet i I try try so hard and i just can't get into it i've tried i've booted up I've revved up, you know, I've got a very, talking about old man on the lawn, shaking the fist. You are, um, you are. Wow. I've got, Open your mind, I've got, Rob. <laughs> I've got a very specific view of the Titans. And again, that Titans kind of goes back to the, you know, Robin as Nightwing error, Dick Grayson, um, Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson, you know, graduating from Robin to Nightwing, the, the love affair with Starfire. I don't know. I'm just, I've got a very specific version of Titans in mind. And I've also had a really kind of, there's a, there's a cat that I respect immensely. who's on another podcast and he absolutely always hates Titans as well. So, you know, I just kind of, I kind of walk in lockstep with him going, it's just not our Titans. Yeah. There it is. I'll see do this? it again. I'll there try it to is. See this? It you is. see this? You see this? This I'll is totally admit it. Get off I my totally Kentucky green grass. <laughs> No, I got, I got it. I got it. I know. Um, so yeah. Um, so let's talk about Stu review briefly. Um, yeah. of the long Halloween, um, part one and part two. Why don't you start? I've talked a lot. Uh, 
So Batman the Long Halloween Part 1 and 2 came out in June of this year. Um, came on, I guess they did Blu-ray, they did DVD, but it was free on HBO Max. So if you haven't seen it yet, go mm -hmm. on HBO Max and watch it. I think it came um, out in 2019. Was it 2019? Was, was it 2019 sure. or 2021? It was released this year, but they were making it 19 because the late Naya Rivera, um, she passed away in 2020. Year. Yeah, she passed away last year. Yeah. So, so oh, you're right. It was released yeah. in June of 2021. Wow. I yeah. Think they were just making so, it back then. They just, yeah, because of the fact she, they, they made it, she passed away. Um, well, she, she did Got a great it. job as Catwoman. I, I actually, likes, I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it as her Catwoman. Um, Josh Domo as uh, uh, Harvey Dent or Two Face. Jenso Eccles, mm -hmm. who was Batman. Troy Baker, who was actually the Joker. Um, and Alliston Duncan, who was actually Alfred, um, who's actually done a couple other Batman shows mm -hmm. and movies as Alfred. Uh, writers were Tim Sale, who believe I believe, and Rob, get me on this one, who did actually write the Long Halloween. Well, Jeff, 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 Jeff Loeb, Jeff, Jeff Loeb produced yeah. right Tim Sale and yeah. Jeff Loeb, who, by the way, Jeff Loeb has actually produced a lot of shows and movies and done a lot of work. Uh, if you look yeah. at this guy, it's it's a lot, and it's a lot I've of stuff not, I've that got, I love. I've, I've, interv I've interviewed Jeff a couple times. Yeah, get some. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so overall, I mean, takes place. I, I feel like it's a little bit like the anime series, the way now we're just talking about the animes. I'm going through the comic yeah. book as we speak, but the animated movie itself is actually really mm -hmm. cool as far as it going to like the animated series. Um, I love the characters. I love the story. I love the way, um, Jensen ankles comes back. You can tell he he's like Bruce, and then his voice kind of tells that he's Batman. Um, yeah. um, he did come a little like a little um, um, little dedication to Kevin Conroy. Um, yeah. Uh, Josh Duhamel was great as as um, as Harvey Dent or Two Face. Um, it 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 left me guessing. It kept me guessing. Like who did it? is? It did. It, it, it shouldn't have. Um, but it just like nope, that's that's who it is. Nope, that's who it is. And I'm like, man, I suck. I am not a detective. I I'm amazed that you say it surprised you that level, given context and history of the fact that this book is pretty much um, the Dark Knight. Yes, yes. Um, the plot of the Dark Knight is yes, I no, mean, no, no, and even yep. scenes yep. from the Dark Knight yep. are this no. book. Yeah, you got me on that one. Yeah. yeah. You got me on that way. Yeah, I think yeah. when she when he went down the basement and it's her, and I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, um, here's a billion dollars in money we just got yeah. from the mob bosses. What yeah. do we do with it? You're yeah. Oh, burn. oh, oh, we're gonna burn it. Like when Cowboy comes it. down, you're gonna burn it. I'm yeah, like, you're gonna huh, burn. Huh, that reminds me of something. Um, yeah. yeah. That 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 and again, that's like the Dark Knight Returns, and the long Halloween. It's like, no, and by the way, where Nolan mention, came from. We should mention that this has nothing to do with Halloween. I mean, it literally, <laughs> I mean, the, the mystery starts on it's Halloween <laughs> and it ends on Halloween a year right. later, but really 98% of the is not take place on Halloween. Right. I know. It was part I of it. It was a part when it came out in 94, 
95? Or 95, yeah. yeah. Um, the original book, it was part of a three-part series that was supposed to extend off of a book that came out in the mid-80s, which was Frank Miller's Year One. And so this was supposed to be sort of a, where year one was the origin of Batman. This was supposed to be the origin of a bunch of Batman's nemesis, right? So right. that's again, right. where you're getting the prequel for Harvey Dent, something we hadn't really seen in 1995, 1996, but. Um, oh, oh, and just, uh, oh yes. I think the big one for me, and I knew like the whole like gist of the Nolan Batmans um, was I believe we believe in Harvey Dent. When I saw that, I was like, "Okay, I should have known. I should have, yeah. yeah, I should have Dark Knight." Um, yeah. so I mean, you know, clueless guy here. They kept me guessing. Um, that's nice. So, <laughs> there you go, yeah, pitch on the head. That's yeah. nice. Hey, man, Rob, I'm here to bring life and <laughs> enjoy. To this great world that everybody's burnt out of. <laughs> Let's go. We need that. We need we need more of that joie de vivre. Yeah. So um I don't really have any criticism on it. I really enjoyed it. I really no, liked good. it. Um I I mean it character development was there. I mean, I'm just talking for the anime series because I'm going through it actually right now, also the comic book itself, because I'm looking right. at it too, and you can tell there's some like any movie. Um, you can tell there's some differences and, and, and stuff like that. And I'm finding not a the lot, comic book. Not a lot, not a lot, but just settled, like, you know what I'm saying. But, it's, but they did this and they did it in two parts. So again, they, they did. afforded them more than enough time because the original series, I think, was 13 or 14 issues. Um, yes. So they, yes. when you do it in two parts, you've got, you're definitely affording yourself enough time to do pretty much the whole miniseries. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, and I'm going through the comic books and I'm enjoying that too as well. So um Good. what what about you? Any criticism on the anime? Like would you no, would fine. you put this in the top five? Top ten? I wouldn't just because of the story. Um and again, it's nothing to do with what those creators did. Um this sort of bet and bled off of the Batman the Dark Knight series, which was again, it was a comic series that came out in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Yep. That was trying to build off of those origins of Batman. So it covered a lot of that ground already in just sort of a different way. And then again, I've watched The Dark Knight probably twenty times. So mm -hmm. the whole thing with the mob boss story and the, yes. you know, the fighting between the families and making the villains, their own families, right? Their own crime right. mob families, which they'd never been till then. They were super villains until then, right? right? They weren't they weren't part of the mafioso. But again, they showed that in The Dark Knight Returns or The Dark Knight, where they had Joker sit at the table with the rest of yes. the families, yes. right? That's where he did the pencil trick thing. Yep, yep, um, yep. Yep. And that's, uh, it's all concepts I've seen before. So it's, again, it's great that they did this. It's great that some people that have never been exposed to any of this material will finally get exposed to it for the first time. Yeah. But I've already exposed myself. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. And remember, there's a lot of people who don't. Um, and going, jumping in back comic books and such like that, there's like a, like people are getting back into comic books people are reading comic books they're like watching because of the movies are coming back and watching and reading comic books as far as i know i could be wrong word on the street 
not most but, of the not most of the store owners I talk to, but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll let you keep. I'll let you again. That's nice, Chris. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'm bringing it back, baby. I'm going to help these store owners. Um, well, yeah, digital I, digital has also killed the store owners. I mean, that's the other thing that they're dealing with. Plus, with the redistribution of how they distribute the comics now, because they broke down during the pandemic, the diamond comic distributors who has been the one it's almost like a mafia union held thing where they were the distributors for years right. uh, especially east of the rockies uh they broke down during so dc's now doing their own direct solicits for the comics that's just made it even harder for the shop owners to get their hands on books right which i yeah. it's gonna be i should we should do a night and we should talk about this like when and not of course not now but uh yeah what do you see as far as the comic book direction, vision? But we'll talk about Same that. Same thing that's as a good topic. books. People don't read. Man, that's harsh, bro. That's real harsh. No, people aren't reading anymore. It's just, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. I, I love reading, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Did it leave you guessing? Obviously not, but it did for me. No, I read, I read the book before. Yeah. So, you read? Yeah. No, I'm checking. I um, read. I'm old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no um, it, didn't, it didn't leave me guessing because yeah, we, I mean, we've, 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 we've seen it all before because I, I, I read yeah. the book. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. People who have and they made up a villain for it, right? They kind of made up the bad person for it, the one who was ultimately running the stuff. So yeah. it's not like that was a big reveal. Right. Yeah. Right. right. For people who didn't yeah. read the book. Yeah. Um. Final thoughts on it, and what would you give the number for just the animated movie? Graphic scale of what? Artistry. Three. Uh. Sorry about this. Is about one to five. One to five. Oh, it's a solid four, four and a half. It's four and a half. Okay. Well done. I mean, it's if you've never seen the story and haven't watched any of the Nolan Batman movies, if you just were resurrected out of a coma from the past 20 years and you really like comics before you went into that coma, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> You'll love it. But if, you, if you've read it before and you've watched the Nolan movies, you're going to tread a lot of uh, ground that you've already yeah. gone yeah. over. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. You got That's anything it. else? Yeah. You no, got anything I think else? we're good. We did uh, almost a solid hour. Good for we us. Did. We, we did. We did. Hey, high five. High five. All right, buddy. You have a good evening, all right? You too, sir. Thank you for uh, joining me in this episode. Uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. And oh, we'll thank welcome. all of you later once we get more than one viewer. Day, you know, dreams happen. That one, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all right, buddy. Have a good night. All right, man. You too. Be safe. Well, that's our episode, folks. I hope you enjoy, and thank you for listening. Please like and follow our Spotify and Anchor page. Also, please like and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you again, and you guys have an amazing week.